You're listening to the CXMH Podcast. CXMH is a podcast at the intersection of faith and mental health. Hey, welcome back to the show. My name is Robert Vore, and I am joined, as always, by my fantastic co-host, Dr. Holly Oxhandler. Hey, Holly. Hey, Robert. You just made my evening. Thank you so much for saying that. (laughs) Good. Uh, Yes, we are recording this after dark, as it were. uh, Yes. Which is great. It's actually, uh, you know what? Before we get into it, I'll tell you, it actually worked out great because recently I have gotten in the habit of like, Driving up to Sonic and getting a milkshake, you know, if Gray goes to sleep, sometimes let's go get a milkshake. And I thought about going to get one multiple times and I thought, ah, as soon as I leave, Holly's going to text me and say that she's ready to go. And oh. so here I am. On today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about why we take the summer off, some takeaways from this past season, some reflections, season five here, and then what we're looking forward to over the summer. Mm. Holly, how are you this week? Yeah, we're we're doing well. I mean, it is, you know, we're recording this during the last week of May. And so the kids are almost done with school. We've got just a couple more days to finish up the 2020-2021 year, which everyone is so excited to see kind of come to a close, I think, or at least (laughs) everyone in the Oxhandler home, I should say, is very excited to see this school year come to a close. But, you know, so we're, we're doing pretty okay. We're looking forward to wrapping up and shifting into some things that we have planned for the summer. And, um, just kind of adapting to a, a different way of being for the next few months ahead. So, so that's yeah. how we're doing. But what about you? How are y'all doing? We're good. I know as things for Brooke have slowed down a little bit, uh, things for me have picked up a little bit in terms of a couple events, things like that, mm. trainings and, and things like that, um, as well as just a number of clients per, per week. So all of that is good, fun stuff. Yeah, It's obviously, uh, you know, throws us off a little bit when there's, you know, an evening event or something like that throws off the normal schedule, but that's okay. Uh, making it all work, having fun with that. And then kind of transitioning into the the summer. I think our summer mindset is a little bit different this year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. we, as we record this, uh, are almost exactly a month out from uh, when we are expecting a second child. So, yes. from, I mean, literally while we're recording this, that could happen, right? So mm. uh, I think we're kind of gearing up for that uh, as opposed to like everything kind of winding down. But you know, that's how yeah. it's, it's, it'll be exciting. And um, obviously we're looking forward to that for a lot of reasons. So um, yeah, yeah kind of just in, in transition. That's so exciting. Yeah. We, I mean, we're so excited for you and Brooking Gray and yeah, I mean, the next time when we start season six, the Vore family will be four. There'll be four of y'all, yeah. four Vores. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully Brooke, yeah. you know, Hopefully she won't be going into labor during the recording of this episode. So, you know. <laughs> well, hey, you know, 
a couple a couple times this this season we've started we're like you know been about to have been recording or already recording and weird things happen so that's exactly it would, it right would fit with the tail end of this season uh, oh my gosh which, I know, know maybe just weird unexpected things happening is is kind of the story of the last two seasons of this show in the yes. world but yes well speaking of this season right season five. Mm-hmm. I should have gone back maybe and listened to like as we were launching it what we talked about. I did not. So mm. I, I'm curious, you know, kind of looking back reflectively, right? All the conversations that we had starting from September until now, what's what sticks out? What jumps out at you in terms of like, man, this was such a interesting or I don't, I don't know what jumps out at you? Yeah. Um, well, I will admit I have the episodes pulled up in front of me because I really need that to – I mean, I mean, I need all the help that I can get. I feel like these days to remember things. For sure. So, I sh- yes. Literally, we start right before we recorded. Neither you nor I knew what day of the week it was. So <laughs> That's exactly we're right. crushing it right now. <laughs> yes. Oh man, yeah. So I would say though to your question about like what jumps out over this this last season. I mean, first of all, the fact that we're in season five is really cool. But you know, not just mm-hmm. in it, but we're wrapping it up. That's pretty neat. And I think like when I look back at you know the episodes that have kind of made up season five. I really feel like each one, as evergreen as each of these episodes were, I think that they were really intentionally connected with whatever seemed to be going on. Not necessarily for like, um, you know, I I don't know. I just feel like whatever was kind of going on for you and I or going on like, Mm. you know, in the world or like they seem to just offer some like genuine like here, this is something this little nugget that's helpful for this week. I really felt like they were a one week at a time offering, if that makes sense. Hmm. Whereas I know that there have been some parts of different seasons where it was like we kind of had a series that really kind of focused on this one topic or something. And I feel like this last like season five had such a balance of, you know, everything from like poetry to, you know, self-care to honoring a year of COVID to you and I had more conversations, just you and I in this last season as compared to previous seasons. So that was kind of fun too. And then we had, you know, conversations on loneliness and grief and lament, you know, in these last couple of months. But I just I feel like I feel like when I look back on season five as a whole, I really felt like each week offered a very particular like nugget for what we needed for that week that the episode was launched, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what it looked like, I guess, for me or my thoughts about it. But I'd love to hear how it was for you in terms of like when you think back to season five and when you think back and then look at these episodes, you know, what, what stands out for you? Yeah. Scrolling through. First off, I love, I love what you were talking about because I do think that is so true. Obviously we do gear them towards being evergreen, right? Like a lot of the Mm -hmm. topics we try to make sure if you, in two years, you looked back and watched our episode or listened to the episode on this thing, that it would still be as useful. Right. Um, But so much Mm -hmm. of them did seem to be, 
stuff that we needed, which so often isn't that kind of how it works. We're like, yeah, the things that we need, whether you're a writer or a songwriter or whatever, right? Like anyone who creates something, you say, here's the things that I really need in this moment. And then other people say, gosh, me too. Thank you. Right. Like, yeah. And so I, I love that kind of that personal aspect scrolling through. Honestly, the first thing that, that, um, jumps to my mind when I'm looking at some of the early ones is gosh, that was this season. I barely remember that. Oh my gosh. I know. Just looking at like yes. the September ones. Yeah. But I feel like we had such a wide variety of folks on, of topics, things like that. And I know we always, we always do, but it's just so cool scrolling back through and remembering all these, all these conversations. It makes me want to like over the summer, listen back through to not for our part, obviously. Gosh, I hate listening to myself, um, (laughs) even editing. If anybody wants to edit this show for free, (laughs) feel free to reach out so I don't have to listen to my own voice. But Mm. just looking back through and thinking, man, I really... I should go back and listen to coping skills for kids, right? Like that would be helpful to me right now, you know, things like that. There's just so many that do seem so practically helpful and that are so relevant still, right? Like, and that that's part of it is it's still so personal Mm -hmm. and so relevant even, you know, from September to now. So gosh, we had some good ones this, this season. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. I mean, and I loved connecting with so many of the um, guests who we had. We had, I mean, just looking back through the guests that we did have on the show, I mean, gosh, what a gift to have had that hour that you and I had with each of them to unpack the things that they are so passionate and so knowledgeable about. And to be able to create that space to talk through it with them. But there was one thing, too, that I I really want to also note just some gratitude for as well. And I know in this particular season, you and I had maybe just a couple of more weeks where you and I were like, we just can't do it this week. We just cannot <laughs> put out an episode. Like, for whatever yeah. reason, like this week is just, it, we just can't do it. And I'm really grateful both, you know, to you, Robert, the fact that you and I kind of are able to do that when we're like, we have to practice what we preach. And if we need to skip a week to take care of whatever is going on, then so be it. We're going to, we're going to skip a week, but also to our listeners for their grace and their enthusiasm with the episodes that did come out. You know, we didn't get any, any emails or we're like, an episode did come out this week. You know, where are y'all? But (laughs) folks were really kind and generous and had, I feel like we got a lot more feedback too throughout the season from folks just on what was helpful. And yeah. so anyways, I just, I also really want to honor that, the fact that as we needed to maybe just pause, we were able to do that. And I'm really grateful that we did that throughout this season. Yeah. That's actually a a fantastic segue. I'm going to come back to that in a second, but I will Uh say (laughs) one thing that I noticed in, so like Apple, Apple podcast did this weird update and everything looks totally different. Mm. Uh, but when you click on a show, it says like updated weekly, updated, whatever. Uh, Mm -hmm. and a couple weeks ago I looked at it and for CXMH it said updated bi-weekly. And I thought, well, all right, it's clearly averaging, Mm. you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, and after, I think after we put Abby's out last week, it changed. It says updated weekly. So I'm sure when oh, we wow. get into the summer, it will change again. Just, yes. It will probably always say updated bi-weekly because we take whole chunks of the summer off, but right. that's fine. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. So right there, right. The segue, you, you're talking about when we need to just put it down and say, look, this week, yes. not happening, right? For a variety of reasons, whether that's recording schedules or editing schedule, you know, and 
that I think that's a, a fantastic segue into if you're new to the show, if you've started listening recently and you say, what the heck, what is this summer episode, right? Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. We take the entire summer off every every single time, right? Mm-hmm. That is yep. partially based on when I first started the show. Uh, so I – for. To summarize, I started the show. Steve Austin came on as co-host. He left. I kept it going, and then you came on, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've been uh, for longer than I mean. At this point, it's like you and I's show fully. I have no qualms about that. Ah, yep. When we mm. first started, I worked in campus ministry and all that, right? Like so, th- just mm-hmm. and then I taught for a bit, and so just my life made sense in school years in this semester system. And when we came to the end of the first season, which actually started in January, so it was like just the the spring, I thought, mm-hmm. I think we need to just put this down for the summer. We need to take a summer break that makes sense in my brain in terms of how things work, the rhythms, but also just knowing when we come back to something, at least for me, when when I come back to something in the fall, I come back so energized and with kind of a new energy Mm -hmm. about it and a new uh, vision for it maybe, right? And so what you and I have done in it, kept kept that that rhythm alive, is to say we're going to put this down entirely. We're not even going to record episodes to like stock up, right, for the fall, which actually would make it probably much easier because then we wouldn't have to schedule so much in the fall. But we're going to literally put this down and not think about it. I mean, we might think about it here and there, but we're not going to talk about it or anything like that for for most of the summer right and then we have a conversation come july sometime right Mm -hmm. where you and i get on the phone and we say okay starting from scratch what do we want this show to be who is it Mm -hmm. for what's the goal of it Mm -hmm. what are we trying to do what do we want it to look like i mean it could look well maybe next season it's a sketch comedy show right (laughs) it probably won't be i don't know we're that funny i but it could look like anything, right? Like we don't have to do interviews. We don't have to have this long form, you know? Um, yes, right. And I love that because we get to come to it fresh right. and say, what do we think is helpful? What do we want it to be? What do, what do we want it to do? And then to be excited about that. Yeah. Um, and I, I love it so much. It's it's one of my favorite things about this show and the way that, that we've kind of set it up and continued it. And obviously you've you've supported that fully and, and really oh, yeah. embraced that. And I I love it. So yeah, I just, if you're new to the show, that's why we do it. And that's what we're doing. Yeah. Well, I know I'm so, I mean, I'm so grateful that you did set it up that way when you had first started the show. And um, I know with, you know, you had mentioned with Brooks Ministry and your academic schedule before, you know, that that was um, kind of what it, it worked for you. But then certainly for me as a professor, it really helps too. So that this is something that I can set down over the summer um, because, you know, there are other things that I'll be picking up and paying attention to and working on and to set CXMH down completely for a little bit of time so that we can, like you said, come back with a fresh perspective, fresh eyes, but also, you know, each, I feel like you and I, with each season, we have grown and we have understood this intersection differently. We are learning so much with each episode that we are recording and having with our guests that, you know, it it feels like an important step for us at the end of a season to set it down so that all that we've learned over that season can integrate and we can really think about, okay, well then what do we do next? Cause there has to be, there has to be a chance to exhale after doing all of this work. And, you know, we love that we get to, 
um, have these conversations with such incredible people. And we love that we get to share these conversations with our listeners. But it is important for us to be able to set it down, recognizing that we can't just go, 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 go nonstop. Like we have to find space to be able to set things down and to be able to exhale and rest and and then, yeah, come back to it with new energy, but also new perspectives. Usually we do come back with kind of the same, you know, I mean, the same heartbeat is there, but how we approach it or integrating what we've learned over the last season or thinking about some new things that maybe we've picked up over the summer, all of that gets woven into our conversation in July as we start thinking like, okay, season six. What's this gonna look like? And I I love it too. I'm just I'm I'm really thankful that you and I are on the same page with this because I think especially for this show, if we ran it nonstop throughout the year, it would be really hard for you and I to to practice what we preach around needing to rest and practice self-care and pacing ourselves and um, you know, because this is it is some work, you know, putting this show together. So yeah. yeah. I'll, I'm yeah. I'm so glad we're on the same page with all of that. Yeah. Well, as we uh, kind of launch into that, I'm curious what things this is what I wrote on my little when I scratched <laughs> some questions yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wrote what you're doing slash learning slash resting slash reading this summer. Uh, <laughs> any any of those that you feel like answering first? <laughs> Oh my gosh, all of the above. Um, so my reading list is pretty long. And I will say that if anyone, um, for those who already subscribe to my newsletter, like I sent out a reading list for the summer, that some of those books are going to be what's on my summer reading list. Um, and if you didn't get that, you can sign up and it will be woven into my June newsletter. So there's that. But I would say that the book I'm reading right now, at least, I am reading The Body Keeps the Score. Um, and Classic. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm like halfway through it. I'm having to read it so slowly, but it is so good. Is quite dense. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, I mean, that's what I'm reading right now. But let's, I, I want to like just kind of ping pong back and forth on these questions. Is that okay? Yeah, totally. That's All right. Great. So what about you? What are what are you reading right now? So right now, right now, actually, it's literally mm -hmm. here on my desk. I am reading When It Is Darkest, Why People Die by Suicide and What We Can Do to Prevent It by Rory O'Connor. Mm. Um, that's actually the one I'm going to have the hardest time tossing a link in the show notes for mm. because it's only available in the UK right now, but I'll do it anyway and you can buy it how I bought it. But uh, that's the one I'm reading right now, right now. I'm mm. a third of the way through it. And then I, like you, I have a whole list here of ones that I'm hoping to get to over this summer. Although obviously we also want to rest. And uh, as I mentioned yeah. previously, I don't know how much reading I'll be doing uh, with a, right, a, right. a Not, teeny baby. But yeah, um, that's right. So what about you? Throw another one out there. Um, so the other book actually that I'm reading that I'm planning to be reading this summer is I'm rereading Dr. Sandra Dalton Smith's Sacred Rest, who mm. we had on the show a couple of seasons back. But my faculty and staff in the School of Social Work at Baylor we bought a bunch of copies of that book and we are yeah. kind of reading it as a school this summer. Um, just recognizing how much we have gone 
through over the last year as a school with shifting to all all the adaptations that we've had to navigate as a school, just really elevating the importance of rest. So so I will be reading that and Yeah. That's episode eighty one in case anybody wants to look at go that. Back. That's we'll amazing. Toss all these in the show notes. That's awesome. Oh, no, I looked it up. Don't come on. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I clearly did not have that memorized. That's awesome. That would be quite the use of my limited brain space. <laughs> Let's see. I'll say I know I think this is on your list as well. Um, I'm mm-hmm. quite looking forward to The Wisdom of Your Body uh, by yes. Dr. Hilary McBride, who we've had on the show before, and I know we both mm-hmm. love her work. So excited about that. Yep. I'll throw it back to you. Yeah. So, okay. One of the other books I'm really excited to be reading this summer is actually my dear colleague, um, Dr. Beth Allison Barr. She just published The Making of Biblical Womanhood, How the mm. Subjugation of Women Became Gospel Truth. Um, yeah. And I know that has that book has definitely stirred up a bit of a conversation in some social media yeah. spaces, but I really respect Beth and I really appreciate her perspective on just her historical knowledge because this is her area of expertise. So yeah. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to reading that one too this summer. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Well, speaking of like friends of ours writing books, yes. right? Uh, obviously our dear friend Steve Austin has a book coming out this summer called Hiding in the Pews. Yes. Which actually I have gotten the chance to read, but that was uh, quite some time ago before it was kind of went through the whole process. So uh, I'm excited to read that when it comes. Um, Mm. There's a couple other of our friends that are publishing books too, but I'll, I'll throw it back to you. Yeah, I know. We do have some other folks. I know. If, if everybody we know could stop publishing books because I'm running out of money. I know. That's right. That's right. I know it I'm just is. Kidding. Everybody I'm, keep up the and good I, work. Well, yes, no, for sure, it it is. But it's you know, I think the amount of time too of reading through all of these books, it's going to be. I will be pacing myself for sure. I will say that the last one that I am really, really hoping. I mean, there are a number of others that I'm going to be reading through this summer, but the other one that I have that I have elevated a little bit on my list is Robert Mulholland's book, The Deeper Journey, The Spirituality Mm. of Discovering Your True Self. Um, I learned about this book actually from one of our previous guests on the, uh, on the show, Steve Weens. He co-hosts a podcast called Strengthening the Soul of Your Leadership Podcast along with Ruth Haley Barton. And they basically walked through this book. And as I heard them discussing the book, Oh man, I was like, I I really want to be reading that one. So yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be that's another. I would say that's probably like the third that I'm like, I absolutely will read that. I mean, I know we, you and I have a few other ones that we're we will be reading this summer mm-hmm. in anticipation for season six. But yeah, that other one from uh, Robert Mulholland is one I'm looking forward to as well. So yeah, anyways, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what about I'll you? throw a couple quick shout outs uh, yeah. on the spectrum uh, by yes. Daniel Bowman Jr. I'm very much looking forward to uh, and then in, to, to shift back 
a little bit to friends of ours that have books coming out, which for the record, I'm not promoting because they're friends of ours. I think they have really great things to say, but um, our friend Taylor Schumann has a book coming out called When Thoughts and Prayers Aren't Enough about Mm -hmm. her story uh, surviving uh, gun violence. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, Dr. Katie Gordon has the Suicidal Thoughts workbook coming out, which I'm excited for, much less of like a read, but I think it'll be a great Mm -hmm. resource. So um, all of those, it's just this weird time where so There's much so good many. stuff is coming There's out that so I'm like, so much good stuff. I, I know. open my Amazon orders and it's like, you've pre-ordered this and this and this and this and this. And I'm like, I know, leave me alone. Yeah, I know. I will actually, that reminds me, there's one more I do want to elevate. So Matthew Paul Turner is publishing a book um, as well, along with Rachel Held Evans' words. Um, Mm -hmm. The book is called What is God Like? And that one's coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, And our family, I mean, Matthew Paul Turner's books are like the top favorites in our families with the kids for sure. Um, And so we're really, really excited about this one coming out too. So yeah. Yeah. I'll say both of his books that Mm -hmm. we already have for sure made me cry in the first place reading them to gray. Uh, And this one, I think obviously kind of on multiple levels will probably get me. Um, So yeah. Me too. Yeah. I actually, I got to read, um, or I had the opportunity to offer a prayer to the incoming uh, cohort of faculty at Baylor back in fall of 2020. And it was such an honor and privilege to get to um, lead this this prayer and reflection as this cohort of faculty like begin their journey at Baylor. And I read one of his books to them. Like I took big chunk of the time that I was given to talk with these faculty to read them um, when God made you, because yeah. I was like, if there's anything, if that, oh, I just, I love his work so much. So yeah. anyways, yeah. I love that. Well, you and I could probably go on and on about books, so like forever. True, um, yes. Yes. So I'm trying to think, what were some of the other questions that you had? There was rest. Right? Yeah, things you're doing or learning or ways you're resting. Um, maybe learning goes along with some of the reading. Um, but what about yeah. ways, you know, speaking of Dr. Dalton Smith's, you know, yes. kind of different types of rest, right? I'm curious, yeah. aside from just I get to sleep in because I don't have to go teach a class or whatever, which you have small kids, so, you know, maybe you don't yeah, anyway. sleeping in is not a thing. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. No. What is that? I, I remember once upon a time I slept in. Um, <laughs> What types of ways are you uh, maybe kind of intentionally uh, thinking about uh, resting this summer? Mm, Yeah, that's a good question. Honestly, I mean, I really do appreciate how we've learned from Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith's work that, you know, there are many different facets to rest. It's not just sleep. And again, like to our listeners, if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen to it. But I think... I think for me, some of the rest is A, looking at what is on the horizon for me. My fall is going to be pretty full, to be honest, and so for a number of reasons. And so being able to look ahead and see what is kind of on the horizon, I feel like I'm going to be even more protective of this summer in terms of setting you know, firm boundaries around how I spend my time. And we're going to, I know our family is going to get away to go on a vacation for the first time in two years. Like we haven't left um, as any to go anywhere as a family in um, two years. And so 
Yeah. We'll be doing that this summer. So that'll be good. I'm hoping to get back into some of my creative writing because, you know, again, like create, there is a creative rest and that ability mm-hmm. to, to engage in certain types of creativity can be fulfilling and restful for us. And so, so I think like I'm looking forward to that and getting back into my early morning writing rhythms. Um, now that some things are going to be off of my plate, I think I'll have a little bit more margin, hopefully, to really kind of dive in more deeply on some of the writing that I've been wanting to do. And then with the kids, I mean, we have so many, well, not so many, we're still, you know, COVID's still going on and there aren't vaccines for kids. So we're trying to be sensitive and careful um, through that. But we do have a handful of things that we're going to be doing with the kids that I'm hoping will be both fun, but also restful and intentional and start to create some new memories for our family in ways that, you know, we haven't, we just logistically haven't been able to do over the last year. So, yeah. So I think, I mean, I just think having, having a few things, I mean, we talk on the show about how we have to set CXMH down. Like one of the gifts of being able to set this down for a certain period of time is it gives us margin to pick up other things and to be able to more clearly see what is on our plate. And as you know, the academic year is quieter over the summer, like as I can focus on like some of the research and the writing I'm doing and spending more time with my kids and my family. I don't know. I think I'm just looking forward to more opportunities of connection with folks, mm. um, yeah. with my family and with loved ones that, you know, we just haven't been able to, to do for a while. So, yeah. Yeah. So that. yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll see what it looks like. I know when we come back in at the beginning of season six, we'll probably, we'll talk about what the summer looked like. So I'll be really, I'll be curious to see how it unfolds in the months ahead, but I'm I'm yeah. approaching this with with my palms up and a, a loose grip moving yeah. into this summer. So yeah, but yeah, what about you? What I mean, what does rest look like for you this summer? Do you have <laughs> chances? I mean, granted, you have a baby that's going to be arriving soon, so I don't know what rest is going to look like with a newborn. Rest. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You're going to yeah. send me texts at like three in the morning. Like I'm resting Holly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, oh. yeah, I think I, you know what, what I will say, because I think that's a fair enough. I was thinking about it. I thought she's going to ask me this and I'm, I should just make a joke about uh, having a newborn. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that, you know, going into, I don't know if this was true for you and we try to maybe not dive too deep into like, this is our parenthood, whatever, right? Uh, because right. there's a huge chunk of people listening that that is not their their situation. Right. That's right. I think one of the things going into uh, leading up to having a second child that is most different for Brooke and I, aside from like, we also have a toddler running around, right? So we can't just mm-hmm. like sleep the whole, all the time and get rest up, right? But I think being super intentional and having conversations about like how we're going to take care of ourselves and stay as healthy as possible. Obviously some of it is Mm -hmm. just what you do. Like you have to wake up all the time and feet. Right. But I think having been through it once before trying to say, okay, what, what parts of that now that we have experienced it, can we say that wasn't, we, those choices were what we knew at the time, but like 
maybe it's okay to do this other thing, you know, letting people help more, things like, you know. Yeah, um, and so yeah. I think trying to be really intentional about that is comparatively restful, right? Compared to like what it could right. be, I think is like my hope that it will be draining in the ways that it's going to be draining, but it will be like a healthy type of, of drain in terms of we are taking care of a, a newborn child and also a three-year-old and mm-hmm. that that is what it is, but also that we keep ourselves as healthy as possible throughout that. Um, and so I think that that will be interesting, obviously, like navigating all of that. And I'm yeah. sure I will come out the other side in August being super refreshed. Uh, <laughs> well, I think kind of what you're saying, though, is important in recognizing, like, I something I really do want to elevate is that rest is going to look different for each of us during different seasons of life. And so as you and I are moving into this summer, setting down CXMH, you and I have um, are in different seasons in terms of parenthood and, you know, just and that is going to make rest look different. Um, you know, just there, there's just different like what is going on in our circumstances is going to cause us to have to navigate rest differently. And that's OK. Yeah. And so for y'all, you know, resting, being like getting a 20 minute nap here and there while you know, you will, you, you do like, I love hearing you say that you're going to allow loved ones or others like to come in and help a little bit more. Whereas I remember that same feeling, like when our, our firstborn, uh, when she was born that it was like, no, I, I don't, I don't need help. I can do this, you, you know? And then when our son was born, it was like, oh man, yes, please. Like any help you can offer. It's, it's yeah, different seasons of life are going to require different forms of rest, I think. And that's yeah, important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What was, let me try to think, what were the other ones that you had? Rest books? Doing, learning, resting, reading. So oh, that's right. resting, reading, learning maybe goes along with some of yeah. what, what the yeah. reading and just learning to rest. Um, yes. And then just doing, you know, you going to take up any, any new hobbies? Learning. <laughs> you know, I'm still hoping to... What's that? You learn watercolors or? You know, I've got my watercolors sitting right next to me, actually, my paintbrushes. So, yes. Okay, then you're not going to take that up new uh, for shoes? No, not that. No, but my oh. minor was in studio art. So like yeah, watercolors, yeah. I'm I'm cool with. But, um, but to your like, you know, world with music, I still – like I will pick up the guitar and like pick at it a little bit, but then set it down and do nothing with it for too long. And same with piano. And the interesting thing is we actually have our one of our neighbors teaches piano. And I swear I keep I would love to learn from her at some point. So maybe that will be one of the things I pick up this summer. Who knows? I but- have offered to give you virtual guitar lessons. <laughs> So true. many times. That uh, is so true. But I'm so <laughs> y'all, I'm so bad. Like I cannot, I cannot hold the strings down and it, it just sounds terrible. So maybe, maybe I will take you up on that this summer, Robert. Like we'll at least get like maybe a couple of lessons in and then you can report back to our listeners how I did. How's that sound? Yikes. <laughs> Mostly in the evaluation of you reporting backside. I will gladly help you. I, I'm not going to report back. <laughs> okay, then you're off the hook. I'm telling you you're off the hook on that. Okay. That's funny. No, I would love, I mean, on in all seriousness, 
I would love to learn it, you know, to begin playing an instrument a little bit more intentionally this summer. Of course, I had big dreams for that through COVID, but that just didn't happen. And that is okay. Yeah. But, oh, gardening. Gardening is something that we are doing a little bit more intentionally as a family. And that's something I think we'll be continuing through into the summer. So, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, there's a few things, but we're just going to kind of figure out what life is like post-COVID, I think. I think that's going to be a big thing for us this summer is like reintegrating and and kind of figuring this out in ways that we have really kind of avoided as a family over the last yeah. uh, year. So yeah. what about y'all? Yeah, I don't I don't know that there's anything. I'm, can yeah, I just default all my answers to <laughs> yes. keeping a child alive? Yes, yes. Yeah, I think- Two. Two, yes. Two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think trying to find some ways to do some of those types of things. I know more recently I've gotten back into playing music more often, things like that. Mm-hmm. Not so much still at home, but so maybe there's ways of doing that, um, things like that. So, uh, you know, finding little ways here and there to do uh, fun things, I think is good. And hopefully, you know, yeah. some time for that. Obviously, some of that involves like how do how do I involve Gray in that, um, yeah. which always makes it like a slightly different experience than like just doing it myself. But right, those right. are also fun. So, you know, just making sure that that we all get to have fun and and obviously stay healthy and and all of that right. type of stuff. But I don't know. I'll report back to you in August what what types of things I I filled my <laughs> quote unquote spare time with. Yeah, that's awesome. Well. Dr. Holly Oxhandler, thank you so much for hanging out and chatting with me for a bit today. As we head off, I'm picturing just like a sailboat, like sailing off, right? But as we float off into the summer, <laughs> any closing thoughts for our listeners? No, I I think, I know, I, I think I have said this every time whenever we finish up a season, but I really hope that our listeners are taking excessively good care of themselves this summer. I Mm. hope that they prioritize healing after this year. I hope that they prioritize rest and pacing themselves. And I actually, I I think of something that you had shared not long ago on, on Twitter around the idea that our bodies have been telling us for the last over a year that it's not safe to be around others or in certain situations. And so to begin to ease back into that or move back into that after getting vaccinated, like Mm -hmm. it is going to take some time. And so I hope in general that our listeners are taking good care of themselves, but I hope they're being really gentle with themselves as they um, feel the emotions that are surfacing through this season as they move into new ways of being that they haven't been, you know, engaged in over the last over year or so. And yeah, and I, I just, I hope that they, I hope that they stay well this summer. I hope they take good care and just take this summer one day at a time. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Do you have any any closing thoughts? Yeah, the actually the tweet you referenced right was was yeah. what my main thought was going to be, which is you know, mm. 
it has been such a, a long time. You know, like I can, when I'm standing in line at Kroger or whatever, right? Like somebody yes. comes and stands within six feet behind me and I can feel my nervous system shift, yes. right? Like I'm now That's uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Even though, you know, in that instance, maybe I say, okay, I, we're all wearing masks and what, you know, and so right. just being okay with that, giving that some time, it doesn't, it, it does matter, but it doesn't matter in some senses that cognitively you believe in this situation. Like I'm okay. Like this person is safe, right? Your your nervous system, that experiential side of things, mm-hmm. is is a whole different beast, and it takes it takes time. And so, to if you say, oh gosh, now all of a sudden every time I try to go hang out with 47 people at once, and I I get really tired, or I'm like not super comfortable. Yeah. something must be wrong with you. Nothing's wrong with you, right? That's it right. just it's That's been. Right. A whole year or more, I mean, obviously at this point where the reality of the situation was like, I'm experiencing the idea that people getting too close to me is unsafe, right? Like that's, and yeah. so being graceful with ourselves and with each other and, and all that type of stuff as we kind of try to move back into, you know, maybe seeing people or hanging out or whatever that looks like yeah, and and making decisions that, that factor is some of that in, right? Uh, maybe I'm yeah. going to hang out for an hour and then go home because I'm that's all I've got, you know. Right. But that's okay. Um, and so I like that. I like you said to take excessively good care of yourself, and I, yeah. I think that's fantastic. So yeah, mm. I think you know. Hopefully, hopefully the the season has been a good one for our our listeners as well, and uh, we're looking forward to season six. We'll we'll meet you back Yay. right here. You know, stay subscribed and all that, uh, and mm-hmm. we'll we'll see you in the fall. All right. Well, thank y'all. Enjoy your summer. Thanks for listening to the CXMH podcast. Want to score some major brownie points? Leave us five stars and an honest review on iTunes. Follow us on social media at CXMH podcast and email us with questions, comments, and interview requests at CXMH podcast at gmail.com.